0: Hi everyone, welcome back to in bloom podcast or welcome if you are new My name is abby Aslan, and i'm the host of this podcast I am going to be doing just a sit down like chatty episode talking about my like current winter favorites everything i've been loving Um over the last few months I tried to be like super selective with this stuff because I don't want to just like throw a bunch of random stuff on here Um, and I feel like my list like really isn't that long but just kind of going through all the different um Categories of things that I use, things that I love, um, and just, I don't know, things I've been loving lately. I love, love, love doing these episodes, and I think that um, one of my favorite, like, forms of content to consume is people, like, talking about stuff that they, like, wholeheartedly love, whether that's through a podcast or a YouTube video, so that's what I wanted to sit down and talk to y'all today about, because I know I did one in the fall, and it's been a while since then and I have grown to love many many more things um since then so I figured I would do that but before we get started I just wanted to say be sure to be following the in bloom podcast on instagram it's just at in bloom podcast and also um join the in bloom podcast facebook group if you haven't already it's a great community and I love all of y'all and like the community we have there so um let's go ahead and get started with a quote goal and gratitude for this week um I am Starting off with a quote and it's like something random that I saw on Pinterest from, but it's like from Tumblr, I think. So the quote is, don't sabotage your identity trying to name it. Let it be undefined, permeable, mixed, peculiar, unapologetically authentic. Be in peace with re- being mm-hmm. unprecedented, with not fitting anywhere, with being adrift. Before flight, there's a free fall. I love this quote so much. I think that um, a lot of times I get very, um, I don't know, so fixated on like, Feeling like I don't have a true like form of identity and like I can't I'm not like defined by one thing and I don't think anybody's defined by one thing uh quite frankly but I think that um naturally as humans we sort of like yearn to I don't know attach an identity to ourselves because it makes us feel better when we feel like we belong to something you know what I mean and um I say all the time like I've just been in this like very like long-term identity crisis since I moved to Houston like away from college and away from everything I've known and now I feel like it's even amplified even more after I've like started working because I'm like okay I'm a legitimate adult now like there is nothing about me in my life that is like really attached to my college self or attached to like my younger self like everything is new and everything I'm doing is new and everything I'm doing is adult-like. So it's like, oh my gosh, um, who am I? This adult version of myself, who am I? Like, what is this identity? Like, I don't feel like I know who I am. I don't know what's going on. Like, I just feel very lost. And I really love this quote because I just love, like, the freedom that comes with saying, you know what, like, I'm just gonna be okay with, like, feeling like I don't really have an identity right now, like in multiple things. And it's not that I don't have an identity. It's more so of like, I just feel like I'm float floating and I'm just like in between things and I'm not really like fixed. And I think it's just because of all the change that has been going on. So I like, I think that thinking like this just helps me be okay with the fact that I may feel really lost and confused right now and feel like I am having an identity crisis, but like being okay with that and not feeling like it's something I need to necessarily fix and just know that in time like as I spend more time here like things are going to sort of fall into place and I'll figure out more of who I am in this post-grad phase of my life I mean like I literally started my job two weeks ago so like why am I expecting to know what my like adult working self identity is when it's been two weeks you know what I mean so just letting go of that pressure on myself I just really really liked the quote and um I don't know I literally said in a YouTube video I uploaded like recently a week of my life video I was like Um, I got dressed for dinner and I was like the outfit I was wearing was literally like something I would wear into office and I was like I feel like I'm having this identity crisis because my whole like life in college you know like you have you have like a certain way to dress because like the occasions are very different in college like you're usually like going out or going to dinners or whatever and like none of those clothes really appeal to me anymore at all just because I'm like that doesn't fit any of my occasions but then it's like I am trying to like figure out how can I have, like, my wardrobe reflect, like, an adult self and, like, not associated with everything that I, like, was just sort of conditioned to love in college because it's what was around me, and um, figuring out, like, what I truly love, and I was saying in the video, like, I was, like, I'm just having an identity crisis. I feel like none of my clothes look good on my body type, look good on me in general. I feel like I have all these things, but nothing really goes well together, and... It's like, I don't want to buy any more because I'm like, I genuinely don't think I need more, but I feel like nothing I have goes together. And it just had me in this identity crisis. And all I knew how to do was dress as if I was going to work because nothing else really worked for me. Like I was like, nothing else really feels reflective of like what I'm like trying to or just trying to be myself right now, like, and I just feel very lost, like, that's just an example of that in terms of my wardrobe, but it sort of, like, permeates through all other aspects of my life as well, um, but that's just, like, one example of that, but anyways, my goal for this week is to just try and find some boundaries and find some rest, and I know my last two weeks I was talking about how great it was for me to, be able to rest and just like, you know, get done with work and not have anything to do. But lo and behold, um, this last week was my first week, like of actually being like deployable at my job. Like I was no longer in training. Um, so I was, you know, able to be on like my different teams I'm working with. And, um, if you're new here and listening to this, I am working in um, public accounting and at a big four firm and it's busy season right now. Um, well, one of, many busy seasons I feel like but I worked like a lot this last week and um, I actually went home this past weekend I actually just got home like 30 minutes ago and I'm recording this podcast I went home last week to or over the weekend to Florida because one of my good friends from high school was getting married and we flew out on Thursday so I had to like take a half day but I had to like work Thursday night when I got home for a bit to like make up for what I missed during the day And then I worked Friday and I worked for like six hours on Saturday before the wedding. Um, Got up really early to like do as much as I could um, before I had to get ready for the wedding. And then um, Mm -hmm. did a little bit this morning before I flew home and I'm about to work some more tonight. So just a lot of work. And I feel like it's a really hard transition, especially with the whole working from home dynamic. It's very new to me um, because it's hard because you feel like you just constantly kind of have to be online and working but I truly just need to find like a way to I don't know like step away and like set boundaries and everything and have a healthy balance with work um especially through busy season I know it's kind of hard and like I feel like that's honestly just an oxymoron in, in and of itself like me sitting here trying to say I'm gonna take try and take care of myself and rest during busy season because I feel like that just doesn't really happen um from what I'm gathering so I do want to try and focus on that though because one, I'm just really tired from this past weekend just because of the travel and then obviously um, my sleep routine getting a little bit messed up from all of that and then um, just working and like not really having much downtime because it's like if I wasn't working, I was doing wedding stuff and if I wasn't doing wedding stuff, I was working um, and that's just how it was. So I hopefully want to find a better balance. That's that. And then my gratitude... This week, I am just thankful I got to go home and, like, got to go to my friend's wedding and see a lot of my friends that I don't get to see that often and also see my parents, um, even though I didn't get to, like, really spend much time with them at all um, just because of working and then, obviously, the wedding. I am just thankful to have, like, been able to have the little bit of time I did have with them because um, it's always great to see them. And also, if my voice just sounds like a little raspy horse, whatever, it's because it is, just because... Um, I feel like I talked so much yesterday at the wedding and I am not used to talking that much in a day and my voice is just like showing that I'm not used to talking that much so that's the issue but let's go ahead and get into the favorites. Um, Starting off I'm I kind of tried to divide these into different things so I have some like fashion and then I have like uh, skincare and makeup and then I have like food and drink type of thing and then I just have like lifestyle type of products. So starting off with the lifestyle products, um, I have to give a shout out to my Canopy humidifier. So I got a humidifier, I think it was like two months ago, I want to say, and I found out about the Canopy ones through the Skinny Confidential because she came out with like a collab humidifier with um, the Canopy brand and I thought it was like the cutest thing ever and it's like pink and it just like looks really cute and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that, and I want it. And then I started thinking about it, and I was like, I don't really think, like, in um, my apartment that I, like, share with my boyfriend I should have necessarily, like, this, you know, bright pink humidifier or whatever. It's really cute, but I was like, I think I want something more neutral, personally. Um, So I got one of their, like, regular, like, the same exact mini humidifier, um, but I just got, like, a neutral color because a couple months ago, like, after, um kind of like I guess when the seasons had changed here and it became kind of like fall, I noticed that like I, like breathing when I was sleeping, I was just kind of like my throat was always getting really dry and it was like for like a month straight, it was like that. And I was like, maybe I just need a humidifier or something like that would help. Um, So I got it and it's like small, it sits on my nightstand. It provides like the perfect amount of like white noise at night. And also it comes with like these little tabs that you can put like essential oils on. Um, and it's so great because I, I just love it so much, um, because it truly has helped so much with, like, my breathing when I'm sleeping, because I would, like, literally wake up because my throat would be so dry that I would, like, choke when I was breathing in my sleep, which is just, like, scary. It's wake up like that, um, all of a sudden, and, um, I just love it, and the little tabs, like, for the essential oils, like, it's I don't even I guess it's an essential oil because I got one from um the webs their website like it's a canopy essential oil and it's just like a really like spa smelling like one and it's not like super strong as strong as a normal diffuser but it's just like very subtle and I love it um and it's also supposed to be really good for like your skin for like um maintaining hydration and then this humidifier also has a little air filter in it and I have, like, a subscription where I get the air filter every, like, two months, I think, or something like that. Or six weeks, I want to say. Um, and it's, like, $10, I think. And you just get your new filter, which obviously it's important to replace that because you don't want to, like, have it running and the filter be filthy. But um, it's so wild because when we got our first, like, replacement filter and I saw how dirty... The first one was, I was like, oh my gosh, that's actually repulsive that like I'm breathing air with this stuff in it. Um, But it's really incredible. I love it so much. And I just had to give a shout out to that because I like love it way more than I thought I would. And I thought about it for a few weeks and I was like, I don't know if I should get this. Like, could it really like be helping like this problem that I'm having when I'm sleeping? And then I ended up just getting desperate. Like after a week, I was like, I just need to try. And if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And I tried it and I love it. And it's just so great. And then going off of that, another lifestyle um, product that I really love that's also from Skinny Confidential. um, It is the Skinny Confidential Ice Roller and her little like sleeping bag that she has for the ice roller. I have people message me all the time and like ask like anytime I post about it. They're like, oh, is that worth it? Um, Is it, you know, good? Because it is pricier than like an Amazon ice roller. But it's just, one, it's, like, really cute, which, like, I don't think that is enough to, like, justify the price markup. But it is very durable. It stays cold for so long, and it really holds the cold. It's not like you rub it on your face, and then it's, like, pretty much lost most of its, like, chilled feeling. And it's just very, like, heavy-duty in the best way. Like, you want that type of product to be, like, heavy-duty. And I love it so much. I've had it for a long time, like, since it first came out. And she came out with like little sleeping bags for it, which I used to just keep mine inside the box in my freezer, but we have a really small freezer in our apartment. And honestly, it was taking up quite a bit of space and I didn't want to just like throw it in there. Like I know she always said like on her uh, podcast and Instagram and stuff like, oh, you don't want your ice roller like sitting on your bag of frozen peas or whatever. (laughs) So she came out with a little sleeping bag, which is also like totally unnecessary. Like you don't have to have it because um, you could put it inside something else, but it is the cutest thing It's like hot pink and it's like a little literally a little sleeping bag for the ice roller And I look forward to doing that every single morning It makes me feel so much more awake and I just love that and it's just so great. Um, I love it so much and I yeah, like I said a lot of people message me all the time and they're like, oh, is it worth it? And I will say like the Amazon ice rollers I've had one before do they get the job done like yes but the job can be done better if that makes sense and that's where the skinny confidentials ice roller comes in and I tell people like all the time who message me and ask me that I'm like look if you like have the money like spend on this and you want to get it then like yes I think it's totally worth it but like If you're, like, having to, like, break your budget or, like, you know, maybe you are saving up for something but you're, like, taking some of that money that you're saving to put towards the ice roller instead, then don't worry about it. You know, like, it's a great thing to, like, ask for as a gift or, like, something like that because I think everybody who initially, like, saw it when it came out, they're like, oh, my gosh, that's, like – a like that's a larger price you know to spend on an ice roller so a lot of people are wondering like okay how is this justified you know what I mean so I think that I personally think it's worth it but like I said like definitely don't like bust your budget or anything if you're wanting to get it and next for the lifestyle products I have to give a shout out to the base makeup case and the base dop kit so I have had a base makeup case since like early 2020 like I want to say when they first kind of rolled out and came out I don't even know how I came across them But I loved my makeup case so much that I had, I had like the pink like snakeskin style one um, and I loved it so much and it got really, really dirty and then they came out with new ones kind of recently where you can like literally just get like a wet cloth or a paper towel and like wipe them clean and they look like good as new. And they're so great like they hold the perfect amount of makeup there's a brush holder and there's like a big good sized mirror that fits in it as well and i've loved mine so much but for christmas i got um a new one to replace like my old one it's just like plain black and i love it um and i just have to give a shout out to it because the fact that it can like i can use it and love it so much and now it can also be like wiped clean i'm just so happy about it and i love it so so much and then i have to say the dop kit is also amazing And a quick funny story, I had actually ordered myself the hanging makeup case and the dop kit um, for myself as like sort of like my Christmas present to myself um, right after Christmas because I hadn't opened really, I think my boyfriend and I, we exchanged one gift before we like both went to our families for Christmas and um, we hadn't like finished exchanging our gifts. And I saw that the hanging makeup case was back in stock and basically it's just like a makeup case but it can like unfold and it has like different compartments and it can hang up so it's really great if you're somewhere that doesn't have a lot of counter space and you want to hang up the makeup case like when you're traveling or something um, or anything along those lines and it had been out of stock for literally I don't know how long and I got the email about it and I was like oh my gosh it's finally in stock I have to get it like right now before it goes out of stock because I knew I had wanted it for so long and I did put it on my Christmas list but I think I just saw that it went in stock and I just like didn't even think about it and I was like I have to get it and then I also got the dop kit because I needed something new to like put all of my skincare and like hair products in when I travel because I have been using like the Glossier pink bags that they um pretty much like use to put your um Products in or whatever when you order from Glossier, like I've had some that I've kept for forever, and I was using that for my skincare. And honestly, like they weren't big enough to fit all of like my morning and evening skincare, and then my hair i products. I always just had to throw in sort of like separately in my bags when I traveled and everything. And I was like, I want something that I can fit everything in, so that like all my makeup's in the ba- base makeup case, and then I want all of the rest of my stuff in you know something else, so that my stuff isn't all over the place. It's a lot easier to keep track of things that way too. And the Dopp Kit's so amazing. It's like way bigger than I thought, but it's like amazing because it has like this bottom rectangular part that zips. So like you can put stuff in it and then the top part sort of opens up to like be a rectangle, but like when you zip it and close it, it sort of like folds in and it holds so much. Like I had my, all of my skincare, a little bit of my boyfriend's like skincare and then um, some self tanning stuff, like an eyeshadow palette, setting spray and something else like in the Dopp Kit over the weekend when I traveled and it just fit everything. And it was so nice having it all in one spot and like my toothbrush and toothpaste and everything. So I loved having all of that like easily accessible. Um, but then when I got back from like Christmas break and everything and my boyfriend, and I finished exchanging gifts. He had got me the make the regular makeup case. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't know if which one I would like rather return. And then I was like, well, like I really just love how the base makeup case has the brush makeup brush holder and the mirror And I was like, I think I'm going to keep that one. And then I just kept the hanging makeup case. And I'm going to, like, gift it to somebody. Probably my mom um, for her birthday because it's coming up soon. And she travels a lot. So I was like, that'll be perfect. But I really love both of those products so much. And I know I've talked about them before on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Or I know I've talked about the makeup case before. So I have to keep giving it a shout out because it's just still remaining a favorite. Um, And next is my Hatch Alarm Clock. So I got this, I think, in, like, October maybe or November. And I love it so much. It's truly so great. And I didn't think that it would make a big difference. But basically, it's one of those alarm clocks that sort of mimics like the sunrise whenever you are waking up. And it like starts getting light, like I think 15 or 30 minutes before your alarm. And then it gets like lighter and lighter and sort of like mimics like the sunrise in your room. It's not the exact same like at all, but it's like that idea and it has been a game changer for me and it also has like a wind down function that you can do before bed and like have it start at the same time every night like if you're wanting to like read and like ambient lighting or something like that and it's just so great and it can like play noises while you sleep or and it's all done like through bluetooth and I like my like you set an alarm um and then you can set the sound that the alarm plays and there's like a bunch of different sounds and mine is like some like forest like type of song or something like that I think and it's basically just like some birds like lightly chirping or whatever and um I love it so much because I have noticed that ever since I got it and I've like consistently used it I always wake up before the alarm now but when I wake up it's always like sort of right before it's like right after the light comes on but like not quite when the light is at its brightest point yet And I feel like that's, that's like how you should be waking up because it's like your natural circadian rhythm. And since it mimics that, like you're really waking up like in more of a natural cycle instead of just being abruptly woken up by a sound on your phone. And I also love it because I got it, um, partially because I wanted to start charging my phone like either across the room or just in a separate room. I have a hard time like actually getting myself to do that because I like worry for like emergencies or anything like if I need my phone close by, um... But I love, I, I originally was like, oh, this will be nice to have an alarm clock where I have to like physically get up and turn it off to turn it off. And, um, you can also turn it off from your phone. So if you do have your phone laying next to you, like you don't have to get up to turn it off, but I just love it so much because I've noticed that I'm not nearly as tired when I wake up when I use it. And I notice, and the way that I can attest to that is because on like, say like the weekends, like if I am like, okay, I'm not going to set an alarm. I'm just going to like let myself sleep. I wake up and I feel so much more tired and groggy than on the mornings that I've been using that And i'm not saying this after like a week of using this i'm saying this after like months of using this So I have noticed every single time that I haven't Set an alarm the way I feel when I wake up is completely different than when I Like wake up with the hatch alarm clock and it's so so great. I love it so much And now getting into um, well, no, this is still lifestyle, I guess but I want to talk about books so I love um, Colleen Hoover. I like started reading... When did I start reading her books? It was like right after I took my first CPA exam. So it would have been September. And my first book I read was It Ends With Us. And then I read Verity. And then recently I read Ugly Love. Um, I say recently, but it was like two months ago. And I loved Ugly Love. It was really great. And I wanted to say though, I think I like Taylor Jenkins Reads... Um, books more and I don't know if like everybody feels that way but I mean like Colleen Hoover's books are really really good but I feel like they're just sort of I don't know Taylor Jenkins reads books just sort of go deeper from me like I feel like there's a lot more in the way she writes that's very like more so be- beneath the surface like it's not as like on the surface and a lot of Colleen Hoover's does that as well but I don't know um, like, why, but I just, like, love Taylor Jenkins reads a book so much, and I say that because I, fin- I finished reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo this week. I started, like, two or three weeks ago, and I kind of slowly read through the beginning. I will say, like, because there was so much hype surrounding it, I was expecting to just, like, open it and it just be, like, an automatic page turner, like, you can't put it down from page one, and it wasn't that way for me. Like, it, I would say the first, like, 25 I say I say this in terms of percentages because I have a kindle and that's kind of like how it tells you like how far along you are in the book but like the first 25 percent of it I didn't think was necessarily like the best thing ever and it was just a little bit and it wasn't even slow because I don't want to say it was slow because that's not the right word but it was just like I was able to like read a chapter and put it down I guess you could say but once I got past that 25 percent I literally read the rest of it um a week ago like on I was having like a lazy sunday and or I think maybe I finished it on Monday I don't remember but I um finished reading it and I pretty much read it all the rest of it in one sitting and it was so freaking good and I think I like Taylor Jenkins reads books too because Colleen Hoover sometimes feel just like too unrealistic but like Taylor Jenkins reads feels so like real and I feel like I'm just like there when I'm reading the books and I, like, really had, like, personal feelings, like, with um, Malibu Rising, which is another Taylor Jenkins Read book, and I loved Malibu Rising. There were aspects of it that, like, really resonated with me, and there's also aspects of The Seven Husbands of Ellen Hugo that, like, really resonated with me, and I love that, Um, and the books just feel so much more real, and I highly recommend The Seven Husbands if you haven't read it yet. It is phenomenal. Um, I, I don't know. I just absolutely love it, and... Another book that I'm reading right now, I think I've, I've definitely talked about it on the podcast before, and I love, I'm, like, loving it right now, but I have said many times in the past that I've had a hard time getting into it, but it's A Court of Thorn and Roses. It's, like, a fantasy, like, type of fiction book, and it wasn't even slow starting out. It's, like, the same type of situation. Like, I could read a chapter and put it down, but I wasn't necessarily, like, so attached to it that I couldn't put it down, but... Like, between, like, literally just from being on the airplane and then reading at night while I was at home for, like, just reading a chapter before I went to bed to, like, wind myself down. I've read, like, another 25, 26% of it, whereas it took me, like, months to get through the first 25%. And not because I didn't like it. Um, I knew I would get myself to finish it. I think it's because I, like, wanted to read other books so badly that like those were in the back of my mind every time I would try to read of Court of of Thorn and Roses and it would just like make me not want to read it because I was thinking about like starting other books and reading other books instead so um but now that I'm like further into it it is actually really really good um and I'm loving it so hopefully going to finish that book um sometime soon but I am really loving it and next in the lifestyle category I have been loving Like indie style music, I guess you could say, indie pop. I don't really know the specific genre, but it's funny because growing up, like when I was in high school, I listened to that was like pretty much I I mean, I like listened to everything in high school, but I would say my main genre was like, I mean, oddly enough, they're two very like different genres, but like I mainly listened to rap or like indie pop, and those were just like the two things I would listen to. And I kind of like stopped after like my junior year of high school, I would say. I kind of just like fell off of indie pop. I feel like it went through a phase where I just like didn't really like a lot of the music that was coming out. And then I just kinda stopped like looking for new music in that genre. And anytime I felt like listening to it, I would just go back and listen to like my old playlist from like twenty fourteen or like twenty thirteen or twenty fifteen or something. Um and listen to like the old indie pop instead of going out of my way to find new stuff. But recently I was I don't know, like I just have I don't want to say regress, but like I have sort of just like found myself falling back into like this phase of loving things that I loved when I was like younger and like in high school, like Tumblr, I've been like so obsessed with Tumblr lately. And I say obsessed, that probably makes me sound like I'm on it all the time. I'm not. I get on it like every couple of days, but I honestly like enjoy going on it more than Instagram. And I know I've mentioned that before on the podcast, Um, but I think because I've been going on Tumblr more, it's sort of like... Reinstilled that desire to listen to the indie music, because, like, that's, like, was such a core part of my being when I was in high school, was getting on Tumblr and, like, listening to all the different indie music, you know, like Arctic Monkeys and, like, the early 1975 music and everything like that. I was so obsessed with all of that. So it inspired me. I was like, I want to find new indie music, and this would, this happened, like, in December, and, like, it's just been ongoing since then, but I was like, I want to find new indie music that, like, I, you know, like, haven't found yet, or just, like, make a playlist, and, like, I was, like, I'm gonna put some old songs that I know I love that are, like, reminiscent of, you know, just old indie music I loved, and try and also find new indie music as well, so I made a playlist, and sort of, like, have been figuring that out, and I found so many, like, songs that I love, and one of my friends actually helped me out with it, um, and she was, like, oh, like, try out these songs and everything, and, like, made a playlist of, like, some that I guess i have just missed over the years, or, like, recently, And um, I don't know, it's like crazy how I like literally avoided that. Not even avoided intentionally, but I literally did avoid like listening to anything new from indie for, like, literally so many years when, like, I truly loved the genre so much when I was in high school, and, um, so now I have, like, a playlist that I made, and it's, like, all of the ones that I'm just, like, obsessed with right now, and some of them are, like, older, and I just, like, miss them during the time I was avoiding listening to it, and then some of them are, like, some of my favorites from when I was younger, and then some of them are, like, newer, um, but I will say specifically, like, my favorites, i want to say are i don't want to buy the ivy so freaking good um i also am loving um 210 lilac sky by goody grace it's also amazing affection um by between friends um i am loving it's all in vain by wet um there's like so many but those are like definitely some of the um ones that i like love the most and um A Little More by Milk is another one and Call It Off by Skinny Dip and Claire Brooks is another really great one and I like honestly like this playlist I have I literally love all the songs on it so much but those are like the ones that I'm like literally so attached to right now and that I'm like obsessing over so that's like my little spiel on my um sort of I don't know phase I'm having of like falling back in love with those things that I loved when I was younger that I sort of abandoned for a while while I was in college and everything so Next, getting into, um, like, products, fashion type of things, I have to give a shout out to the Lululemon base pace leggings. Um, I'm honestly, like, I feel like I go through phases with Lululemon. Like, I don't really keep up with, like, when they release new stuff. I know, like, TikTok, I feel like is so obsessive over Lululemon stuff. And I have some things from them that I absolutely love. Like, the Align tanks are great. The Leica Cloud sports bras that I've talked about before holy cow they're the best thing ever I'm like wearing one right now and I wear one like literally every single day and like those few products I love but I'm like not someone to just I don't know like keep up with their new stuff and like I don't know I feel like they the amount of leggings like the different leggings they have now it's completely different than like the last time I have even like looked at their website or anything and the base paste leggings I actually got um For Christmas from my boyfriend's mom and they're like this beautiful like light blue color they're like very vibrant and they're like the 23 inch cut which is like normally a cropped length but on me it like kind of hits where the 25 inch is supposed to hit just because I have short legs and I love them so much like I think they're so like flattering and they they remind me a lot of aligns and like wonder under streams sort of like a combination of the two because they're not as like soft as the aligns but they're still very soft um, or not Wonder Under Luxe I'm going to say Fast and Freeze, but they're not as like thin as the Fast and Freeze. Cause if you've had like the OG pair of Fast and Freeze, like that fabric was like really thin and aligns are like a thicker soft fabric and it's kind of like a mesh between the two and they're not like Wonder Trains either. And I like them more than Wonder Trains, honestly. Um, just because the waistband's a lot more comfortable in my opinion. And I just like love where they sit on the waist, um, as compared to like the Fast and Freeze. And I just like love the fit of them. I love the way they look on. I love the color I have. And they're actually really great. And I would love another pair, but I just like can't, you know, justify spending another money on another pair right now. Cause I'm just like, I genuinely don't need another pair. Um, maybe when I was, if I was in college, like sure. Cause I wore leggings like way more frequently. But I feel like now with working from home, I'm wearing like sweatpants and just like looser pants a lot more often instead. So um, next is TNA socks from Aritzia, like the crew. Cut like right above the ankle, so thick, so cute. They have so many different colors, or they used to. I actually tried to go buy more the other day online because I think they're like six dollars a pair, which I feel like that's pretty much how much socks no- like nicer socks normally are, like Nike socks and everything. If you're buying like a pair of crew socks, and I went to buy more and I, like they didn't have any like colors or anything, which is so weird because like the last I don't remember the last time I bought them, but I have like this really beautiful like purple color, a really beautiful like light green color and then I have um two pairs of white and I just like wanted some more because I wear them like every day just because my feet are usually cold in my apartment and they just I love the cut of them they just fit my feet so well they're not like suffocating sometimes socks just feel like suffocating to me and I can't stand wearing them but I never feel that way when I'm wearing those socks so I know it's weird to like be raving about socks but I'm seriously obsessed with them and I don't know I love them and next, um, I have this sweatshirt from princess Polly and it says like Lake Tahoe on it. And I think I might've mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned it in on my podcast at all, but I know I talked about it in the YouTube video where I did the princess Polly haul, but I realized I was like, Oh my gosh, all of my sweatshirts and hoodies are like oversized college sweatshirts and hoodies, which is fine. Um, cause that's just like what I loved wearing, like with running shorts, that was like really perfect for the weather in Alabama. Um, and then occasionally leggings, of course. And I realized I was like, you know, I want some sweatshirts that like actually fit me and aren't like you know just big and comfy and oversized. And I got this one from Princess Polly from working with them on a video, and it's literally the softest thing ever on the inside. Like the fleece, like from washing it, the fleece has not like gotten all balled up how a lot of sweatshirts do, and like almost scratchy. It has like stayed so freaking soft and plush and i love the fit of it i just got like my normal size i think i got a six and i love it so much and i can't say enough good things about it and on the same sort of spectrum as that i have um been obsessed with my set active sweat set i got some sweatpants for christmas from set active in the dew color it's like a really light green and they're like very high quality like luxe sweatpants and i will say they're like really expensive it's not as bad as, like, some of the other, like, random brands out there, um, but they are still, like, pricier than, like, Aritzia, or, um, I'm trying to think of another, like, sweatpants and sweatshirts. I don't know, but they're definitely pricier than Aritzia, but they're not, like, as expensive as, like, some other brands I've seen before, and I got the, because I just got the sweatpants for Christmas, but then right after Christmas, they did, like, an after Christmas sale, and I was able to get the matching quarters up on sale. I was like, oh my gosh, if I have these like green sweatpants, I'm going to want the matching piece because they're just like green, you know what I mean? So it would like only look good with like a white shirt really, or I couldn't think of anything else it could go with. So it's like, oh, I want to get the matching top. So I got the quarter zip, and I was, I'm so happy I was able to get it on sale and I love it so much. I, it's so comfy. I wore it to work from home on Thursday and it's just I don't know I love the color of it I love the fit of it and it just feels very like nice and luxurious and warm and even though it's not going to be cold probably for much longer here in Houston it's been great to wear like since I've had it since Christmas and next is um my platform converse I didn't think I would love them as much as I did I got them a while ago and honestly I don't wear them like a ton just because I don't do a lot here and I also don't want to get them ruined Um, but I've just been busy, you know, like with taking my CPA and then working and everything. But when I do wear them, I'm like, holy cow, I love these shoes so much. I have like the fake leather white platform Converse, and they're literally so great. Um, I'm obsessed with them. And I think they like look really great with like a lot of different stuff. And you can like just like dress them up a little bit. You can also just like wear them with like a casual outfit, but they're just like a great classic white sneaker. And I already had regular like white Converse, but they weren't platform and I always use them to um work out in like do leg days but i got these like platform converse to like actually wear out and about or whatever and i really love them and i also want to give a shout out to my lululemon adapted state joggers these are joggers that i actually got a long time I, i could have been over a year ago when i got these and i didn't really like love them when i first got them but they've like quickly become like one of my favorite pairs of like just pants i have they're like an athletic material of joggers um but they're just really really comfy and they like zip at the ankle and they do still have them I did check I didn't want to like talk about them and them not exist anymore but they're called adapted state they have different colors I just have them in black and I wear them for working from home and they're really really comfy for working from home the thing is is like when I'm sitting down all day like at a desk or like standing at my desk um I don't really want to be in leggings because like leggings just feel like really restrictive sometimes even if they're like comfier leggings And I do like wearing them for working from home. Like, don't get me wrong, but I think I prefer, like, a jogger fit more. So that's why I really like these. Um, So, I don't know. I just really like them. And I also have another pair of pants to shout out. And they are actually the pants I'm wearing right now. But they are from the Kalia by Carrie Underwood, like, collection that's, like, sold at, like, Dick's Sporting Goods and online and everything. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know I've, like, worked with them. I worked with them all of 2020 on Instagram. And the pants I'm wearing right now, they are the, uh, I believe they're called the journey knit pants and I wore them to fly home today and they just like tie at the waistband. They have pockets and they fit like they're not like fully fitted. I'd say they're like literally just straight leg, like black pants, but they're like athletic feeling, but they're really, really comfy and like roomy, but like not too roomy, like a jogger would be, but they're not as hot as joggers, but it has that like comfy feel of joggers without being like super warm. And they're not as, like, restrictive as leggings. I don't know. I just really, really love them. And I'm wearing them right now. And I always wear them, like, for working from home um, just because they're, like, literally so comfy. And lastly, for the clothes, I have to shout out Rent the Runway. So for the wedding this weekend, I tried out Rent the Runway for the first time ever. I didn't know that you could, like, rent, like, dresses, like, just, like, a single dress for, like, a one-time event and when I found that out, because I thought that you had to do like the monthly subscription thing, where you like pay like eighty dollars or ninety dollars or something like that, and you get like five pieces, and you get to do it every month, I thought that was all you could do. And I actually think that that's a great idea because one, it's like obviously more sustainable, and two, like you can try out like different styles and everything. And um, if you really like something, you can purchase it, and you'll get like a discount on it since you rented it. And um, I think it's a great concept. Like truly, my only like issue with it is that I truly don't do enough in a month I think to get the full use out of it and um maybe like when I'm like actually going in office more often it would make more sense but like right now it totally doesn't but anyways I was like oh I I was having a really hard time tr- finding like a dress for the wedding because it's obviously in January and um I knew it was going to be colder I didn't know it was going to be like literally almost like 32 degrees this weekend, but it was, um, but I knew I needed a warmer dress and I was just having like a really hard time finding like a winter black tie formal dress. And a lot of the ones I was finding were just like crazy amount of money. And I was like, I'm going to wear this like maybe twice and then I'm probably going to end up getting rid of it. So like, I really don't want to spend that much. And I was able to rent a dress from Rent the Runway for like $90, I think. And it was the most, it's like my favorite dress I've literally ever worn in my life. um, Just because it fit so perfectly. It, I, I was so comfortable the whole night. It was like this, not, I mean, it looks navy in like pictures, but like in the sunlight, it's more like a teal, like a very deep teal. And it's velvet, sleeveless, has a high like neck and then it had a, a slit and then it was kind of like ruched in the middle a little bit. And it was just beautiful. It was so comfortable. I got so many compliments on it. I felt so like comfortable and confident in it. And I just like absolutely loved it. It makes a world of a difference when like you feel good in what you're wearing Like, if you ever, like, have moments where you're like, I feel so uncomfortable in what I'm wearing just because it either doesn't feel like you and your style or you just feel like you maybe don't look the best in it, whatever it is, you know how, like, uncomfortable that makes you feel? And, like, I feel like everybody can tell when you feel uncomfortable and, like, not confident. And I loved that I, like, felt super confident in it and I felt felt like so many people were, like oh my gosh, that dress is beautiful. I got so many questions on where it was from. And I was like, it's from the runway. It's like this actually really expensive dress, but I got to rent it for $90. So it's so great. And I was actually really worried because I think I booked like the rental back in like early December. And I was worried because the only, like literally the only time I could rent it was the weekend of this wedding. And I was like, oh, that's perfect. But unfortunately, The first day of the rental, I could, like, was Saturday, the day of the wedding. And I was like, crap, I'm gonna be like really taking a risk here um, because it may not come in on time. Cause it was like, oh, it'll deliver by 8 p.m. on Saturday. And like the wedding was at three. So I was just like, oh my gosh, I need it by two and I don't know if I'll get it. Fortunately, it ended up coming in on Friday evening, so I was so happy that it came in early because I was able to, like, try it on and everything, and I didn't have to worry about it. Um, I did have a backup dress, but I was like, I really want to wear this dress because it's going to suck if it comes in and I don't get to wear it, and I just, like, threw $90 on the train and didn't get to wear it. So I have to give a shout out to that because I just absolutely loved that whole process, and then you just, like, they send you the shipping label, and you can just, like, package it back in the same packaging you got it in, and you just stick the label on and drop it off at ups and it's like not so hard um now getting into like skincare and makeup related things i have been loving um like the whole slugging concept that's going on over on tiktok with like aquaphor i just started doing like a week ago but i truly love the way it makes my skin feel and like the way it looks in the morning it's just incredible basically you just like after you've done your skincare routine at night um, you put like aquafor on your skin and you just like sleep with it on your skin. And I don't do, I feel like near as much as a lot of the people I see on like TikTok and stuff do. Like a lot of people will put on like a lot of it, but I don't really do a ton because I don't want it to be like too much and too heavy, but I just do like just enough to have like a thin layer all over my whole face. And I've just like really been loving it because it feels very hydrating and like my skin's very dry right now during the winter and everything. So I've been loving that. And then I've also been loving the Hemp brand that makes like the really amazing lotions. Their lotions are absolutely incredible. I like use their lotions and um, they have chopsticks and I have this like whipped marshmallow mint scent of lip balm and I keep it in my car and it is just phenomenal. I love it so much. It's like the best like chapstick and I can f- like it stays on my lips for so so long and I love that because I feel like a lot of times with chapsticks like the longevity isn't there but I don't necessarily want to put on like a lip mask um all the time especially like I don't want to leave one in my car because I don't like having like stick my finger in a lip mask like all the time like I only like doing that if I am able to wash my hands immediately before I do it and um so I really have been loving that chapstick I got it like back in November I think online at Ulta because I was just trying to hit like the free shipping amount I think it's like $50 and I was like what can I get for like $6 and I was like oh I need some more chapstick and then I found that and I ended up being like obsessed with it so I love it so much and the scent I have that marshmallow mint it's like it like it's sort of tingly and it just sort of I don't know I love the flavor of it it's like really great um and I love it and I also have been loving The Sol de Janeiro Bum Bum Cream, I feel like I only ever have it like January through March because it's something that I like ask for every year for Christmas and Sephora had like the gift set that had like the mini um, regular Bum Bum Cream and then like a super mini of like the other scent of the Bum Bum Cream and then it came with the Sol de Janeiro like lip balm and then the Sol de Janeiro like a travel size of the shower gel as well and I love the shower gel it's so incredible and I also love the bum bum cream but I never like buy it myself and honestly it's worth it and I would but like I just always I don't know I never think to do it and um so I put that gift set on my Christmas wish list and I got it from my mom and I am just, like, obsessed with it right now. I love the smell of it. It's so rich and hydrating, and I just love it. So I've loved having it again because I feel like I, I've like, the past three years, I've gotten that for Christmas, um, and it's, like, always so great, like, when I have it, like, January through March, and I'm just, like, using it and, like, loving it, and then I run out, and I, like, forget to get some, and then by the before I know it, it's Christmas time, and I'm asking for it again. And then last but not least, I wanted to go through, um, like, a drink i've been loving at starbucks and then at duncan and then also the fact that i've been loving kombucha because i used to hate kombucha i tried it so many times i was like this is horrible i used to hate like all carbonated drinks no matter what they were um i drank like a lot of soda when i was like really little like in elementary school middle school and then i think in seventh grade i was like i'm going to give up soda like cold turkey on new year's eve and that was like my resolution and I held to it, and I, like, didn't drink soda again until I was probably, like, a sophomore in high school or a junior in high school. And now it's, like, I, I still do not drink, like, those types of sodas. But, like, for a long time, since I didn't have any carbonated drinks for such a long period of time, it, they, like, really, like, just hurt to drink. But then I got, like, reacclimated to it slowly. And just from, like, I think when I started having, like, alcoholic drinks and I would get, like, um like tonic water or something. And like my drinks at a bar and, or I would drink like a Tito's and Sprite or something like that. So I kind of like gradually got into it by like having one of those drinks every now and then, and like not that frequently. And I was like, okay, carbonation's not like as horrible as it once was to me. Then I got addicted like two years ago to, um, Topo Chico's and I love the twist of lime and the twist of grapefruit. They're both amazing. And I couldn't ever get on kombucha. I thought that like the carbonation was a bit too much. And I also just hated the flavor. I, I still hate the smell of it. But I really found some that I liked. And there's this brand called Noli South. And I think I don't, I honestly don't know where you can get it. Like you might not be able to get it anywhere except for like where I'm from in Panama City. And the guy that actually made it like worked next door to me at the surf shop I worked at um, when I was in high school. And he started making it, like, years ago, like, when kombucha was first, like, kind of on the rise. And I didn't ever try it because I was like, I know I don't like kombucha. And then, like, a year ago or two years ago, I tried, like, the blackberry lavender of that kombucha. And it's – I think that's the flavor. I'm pretty sure that's the flavor. But it's absolutely phenomenal. So freaking good. And then I was like, you know what? I bet there's some other flavors out there that I like. And then I tried, when I was at home for Christmas break, I went in Publix to, like, pick up some things. And I was like, I want, like, a fun drink <laughs> just to, like, sip on this afternoon. And I picked up the Publix Greenwise, like, organics brand of their, like, Honeycrisp Apple Kombucha. And it literally just tasted like a hard cider, like, without the alcohol um, flavor. And, like, a hard apple cider. And, like, I love I love that stuff so much. So I love that kombucha and I was like, wow. So I'm like finding some flavors I really like. So then I discovered when I came back home from Christmas, I went to Trader Joe's and I tried out the um, Pink Lady Apple Health Aid Kombucha and I love that. And then I've tried a couple others from HEB. I tried some of HEB's like Central Market flavors. I really did not like one of them at all. And then I did like the other, but I don't remember which what the flavors were of the ones I liked and didn't like. I want to say the one I didn't like was a Blackberry Vanilla or something like that. It was Blackberry something. And then there's this brand called Buddha's Brew. And they have a like tart cherry and it's really, really good. And then they have a um what's the other one I've had? A prickly pear. And then I think a guava one. And those are all really great. I've just like realized that I don't like the kombuchas that try to be like sweet like that are like strawberry lemonade or like raspberry and strawberry like I tend to like more of like the bitter fruits and kombucha so like pears and like pears aren't even bitter but they, I feel like they just blend better with the kombucha flavor and then like grapefruit and apples like those more subtle flavors not like the super sweet already fruits mixing them with the kombucha I don't know why but like I normally like love anything strawberry lemonade or like raspberry flavored but I haven't really loved any of the kombuchas that are like that. So I don't know what it is about that. But, um, I also from Starbucks, my friend and I, she had like sent me a TikTok, and it was like, she was saying, Oh, I really want to try matcha. And I was like, Oh, I've tried it before, but it was horrible. Like I hated it, but I should probably try it again. Cause it's been a long time since I tried it. And right after I said that, like I literally got a um, TikTok on my For You page of a guy saying he was a barista at Starbucks and he was like, this is the best drink you can get at Starbucks. So I sent it to her and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what we should try. So then we went to spin class together like a week or two ago and we tried that drink and it was so good and we went and got it after spin and I loved it and my boyfriend actually tried it over the weekend because I got one like as a afternoon pick-me-up while I was working um, yesterday before the wedding and my... A uh, boyfriend of my dad brought it home for me, and he he was like, oh, I'm going to try it. And I was like, you're not going to like it. Like, I don't see any guy, like, liking matcha, like, that much. It just – I don't know. Like, it's, it's just, like, such a distinct taste, and I feel like – I don't know. I feel like I have not met a single guy that has, like, ever liked matcha, except for that barista that said the drink was good. And he ended up loving it. So it's really, really good, but basically it's just you order, like, an iced matcha latte with oat milk, and then you get – um, brown sugar syrup, which I get, like, if I'm getting a grande, I get, like, half the amount of syrup just because I want to be able to taste, like, the matcha and the coffee flavor, but I guess, so if it's a grande, I'm getting, like, two pumps of the brown sugar syrup, so two pumps of the brown sugar syrup, a shot of espresso, and cinnamon. Sounds repulsive, it sounds horrible, but it's so good, and I know, like, you could get it with vanilla sweet cream cold foam if you want to do that to, like, make it more sweet, um, or if you just really love cold foam, but it's so, so good, and I'm obsessed with it. Um, something about the way, the, like, the one-shot espresso blends in with the matcha, it's, like, it takes down the, like, intensity of the matcha flavor just enough because I definitely couldn't drink, like, a straight-up iced matcha latte with oat milk. I don't think I could do that because I don't like the flavor of matcha enough to do that. But having the espresso and, like, the cinnamon and just, like, the touch of the brown sugar syrup is perfect. And then last but not least, um, I have to give my Dunkin' drink, which I'm really sad because I don't really live close to a Dunkin' and I grew up like really close to Dunkin' Donuts um, and like my hometown and I feel like in big cities, they're more so situated like only in the suburbs and Starbucks are like the main focus of the cities, but then like when you're in a small town, it's like you have more Dunkin' Donuts and less Starbucks, so it's kind of the opposite. Um, but I went to Dunkin Donuts cause I found out that they had a brown sugar cookie flavor syrup. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is anything like Starbucks, brown sugar syrup. It's going to be so good. So I tried it out and I got a, like, I love how they do the $2 medium iced coffee. If you get like the winter blend or like whatever their current blend is at the moment. So I got a $2 medium iced coffee, which is literally such an incredible deal. And it's a huge coffee. <laughs> and I got it with the brown sugar cookie syrup and oat milk. And some locations will, like, charge you extra for the oat milk. And then some locations are like, oh, no, it's $2 flat. So it just depends on where you're at. Um, And not all Dunkin' Donuts participate in the $2 medium coffee thing, I don't think. But the one I went to did participate. And it was really good. It's honestly, like, just such a good flavor because it's nothing – it's not too strong. Like, it's not – it's very like similar to like, I guess, like the Starbucks one. Like it's just like the perfect amount of sweetness and I love it so much, but I just wish I had Dunkin' Donuts culture to me so I could get it more often. But that is everything I have to share with y'all for my favorites. I hope y'all enjoyed just sitting and listening and chatting for this episode and I love you all so much and I hope you have a great day when you're listening to this and I'll talk to y'all next week.